bonus brought it to him. Hey everybody and welcome to All Pacers, a podcast for Pacers fans by Pacers fans. As always, I am Jeremy and I'm joined by Jack and we are once again breezyless today. Breezyless. Breezyless. Hey, but I am Jack, hey. You are Jack. You're here. I am here. Uh Austin Breezy's a no show. He's a no show. He is. Well, not a no show. He said he wasn't coming. Yeah, we kn- we know we knew so he wasn't coming. Calling but. him a no show is a little harsh. <laughs> Uh, it's a pretty exciting day here. Uh, I've been informed Jack bought me a shirt. It's currently in the dryer. Yeah. Well, I bought it three, four days ago. I meant to wash it then. And I, uh, when you said you're coming over today, I started washing it. So <laughs> it's it'll be ready soon. I think actually in one minute. I set it to finish in 50 minutes, 49 minutes ago. All right. Well, there you go. And yeah. you'll. I haven't seen it yet. I'll give my live reaction right here on the podcast so everyone can enjoy a visual gag on an audio beanium. Yeah, um, and I also just want to add, don't get your hopes up. <laughs> it's too late. My hopes are so high. <laughs> I also bought myself a shirt. Oh, nice. So it, they're both uh, on theme. Okay. Um, and we can put them on together. All right. So they're of the same theme? Yes. Okay. I'm guessing... I'm just going to take one wild guess. Okay. Is it a Journey to Belize shirt? Oh, no. I don't... What is that? Belize is a country. Okay. So it's just a shirt from Belize. Yeah. Uh, I did know Belize was a country. Yes. You didn't have to tell me that. <laughs> no. Uh, great guess, though. Really close. Oh, thanks. Really. Right. Actually. Well, let's do some of this podcast and we'll find out what that shirt is a little... Oh, is it done? It's done. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you want to start giving your stat of the day, I'll listen from the other room. Yeah. Here's a stat of the day. Last week, I thought my stat went pretty well. So I got another one here. Uh, this one comes to you... Jack, you're gone, so you can't answer my question. I'll tell you where I was on January 3rd, 2010. I was in the garden in New York to watch the Pacers take on the Knicks. Crushing loss for the Pacers, 132 to 89. That's a tough one. But on this day, Jack, one of your all-time favorite players, Roy Hibbert, recorded his career high in assists. He had seven assists that game. My boy, Roy. That's his career high he also only had eight points and let me tell you can you name what do you said he had his career high in assists yeah seven. Oh, seven? Seven. What well, he was kind of our point center for like six years yeah well especially on this team to I'm have playing <laughs> i'm playing i know he wasn't to have seven points and i mean seven assists and eight points in this game this this team here can outside of a couple guys. Can you, outside of Hibbert, McRoberts, and Dunleavy, can you name the other two starters from this night? TJ Ford. He was out. Ah. Uh, um, Troy Murphy was also out. I'll give you that hint. Okay. So, Jeff Foster. No, he was gone, huh? He was not there. When did he retire? Probably 2007. Uh, Lou and No, not on the team. Here, I'll go ahead and give it to you because you struggled. Oh, give, me, give me a hint. Uh, one of the guys' last name is Head. Oh, Luther. Luther Head. Yeah. The other guy's last name is Watson. Uh, CJ. Nope. Earl. Yep. Earl Watson. And okay. Luther Head. This is going to sound crazy, because I like I always say I pride myself on my Pacers fandom, and I I consider myself top five percent Pacer fans in the world. I had no idea Luther Head played for the Pacers. <laughs> Earl Watson. I think I. If you asked me if he played for the Pacers, I'd say yes, but I could not have told you when he played. Luther Head had a game high eighteen points for the Pacers. What? Yeah. Why are? Oh my! This was hey. this was maybe the worst team in the last 
40 years. For the I'm Pacers making a declaration right now. Luther Head is going to come onto this podcast and be interviewed by us. All right. It's been declared. Let's do it. We're going to talk about this exact game. <laughs> That's <laughs> when, it. <laughs> when Roy Hibbert had his career high in assists. Yes. He'll say, hey, actually, uh, can we talk about some stuff I'm working on in my life? I'm like, no, we're going to go and through just this game. Yeah, as part as, of Assist by assist yes. for Roy Hibbert. <laughs> Just talking to Luther Head about it. All right. Well, Jack has gone and fetched the shirts. They are in his hands. He's revealing them now. Here is... This one's for me. All right. I'm going to tuck this in my arm. We should get like arms for... I have arms. I have two arms. Well, you do have arms. I also have arms. We should get them for the table. Oh, you mean like mic stands? Yes. All right. So this one's for me. Nice. Classic vintage Pacers shirt. Pacers fans make the best dads. Perfect for you. Yeah. Um, you know why? Because I'm a Pacers fan, and I'm the best, and I'm a dad. Yeah. You're two of those three things. So, <laughs> <laughs> Am I not a dad? <laughs> I have to talk to my wife later. Um, this was at Goodwill for $1.99. So, you know, whenever I go to a Goodwill, if I see a Pacers thing, I have to get it. Yeah. I mean, it's a lovely faded gray shirt and it's my size lightly faded yeah the wording is also faded it's it's peak goodwill right there yeah it's my size it's a two extra small um and should fit like a glove yeah there you go yes all right i'm excited to see my shirt all right you shouldn't be you ready (laughs) i i hated buying this but someone needed to buy it because i didn't want it to get into someone's hands they become a pacers fan because of this shirt (laughs) because that's not the way to start were you ready i'm excited he's lifting it up Oh, it is a Paul George t-shirt jersey. Oh, I love it. And it's in your size. It's number 24, Paul George. Yeah. Everyone's favorite, Paul George. PG-24. Um, also $1.29. <laughs> should have been $1.24. Oh, I, <laughs> I should have asked him. <laughs> what a great gift, though. Thank you, Jack. For You're this. welcome. I uh, I saw it. I looked at the size. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm bringing this to Jeremy for yes. the next podcast. So. No, that's perfect. I love yeah, it. Um, really yeah burn it do whatever it's uh i won six dollars today on the russia game i put 150 dollars to win six crazy um it hit so if you burn that it's two dollars whatever i I made six today so we're in good shape (laughs) (laughs) all right well we don't really have much pacers stuff to talk today but there's a lot going around around the league so we're just gonna have a little chat about the playoffs and everything going on well we we do have some like not necessarily pacers news but we're going to talk about yeah, all nba teams yeah defense. Got, there's yeah. plenty of stuff to talk about i'm just warning everyone it's more of a general nba podcast yeah so if you like the nba you're you're in the right place um also it was a hit last week the lottery simulator actually i don't know if it was a hit we loved it yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna do it again this time pacers have the 13th pick we'll do that at the very end yeah stay tuned or, at sorry we don't know what pick we have we have the 13th best odds right and we will simulate it 20 more times. Yes, maybe more. Happens. Maybe until we get the first. <laughs> uh, let's start with some news around the league. We had a couple more coaching jobs open up today with Stan Van Gundy and the Pelicans parting ways. And also in a surprising move, uh, Scott Brooks not being able to come to terms for a new deal with the Wizards. Yeah. I was really surprised by this one because who else is going to want Scott Brooks? How do you not? How does he not come to a, yeah, an agreement Yeah, I, I guess there? you're right. They wanted him on. Westbrook was good with him, which is a big plus. Yeah. I feel like he should have figured something out there. Yeah. Um, I I honestly think the the Wizards just were super undercutting him on price. They're like, we don't really want this guy, but he might be our best bet. Mm-hmm. But 
let's just give him a cheap price. If he doesn't take it, that's fine. We'll go find someone else. We yeah. might not like him as much, but we don't want to overpay this dude. Yeah, and I haven't seen the numbers. That does. Seem, it could have been a short-term deal, too, and he didn't want that. That does seem probably like the most likely yeah. situation there. But just the the fact that everyone was on board with him and seemed to like him as a coach and they couldn't make it work is a little strange. Yeah. Um, so do you see either of these two guys being interested in the Pacers' job? Yeah, I mean, they'd be dumb to not be interested in it. I hope the Pacers aren't totally interested in Stan Van Gundy. Um, Scott Brooks, I honestly don't want Scott Brooks either. Yeah, same. I don't. I wouldn't want either of these guys. I, I mean, think if I had to pick one, I'd pick Scott Brooks. I can see Stan going back to broadcasting. He's a really good broadcaster. He was my favorite ESPN guy oh. while he was there. So hopefully he gets back into that. I think I can't imagine he gets too many more shots at coaching because he hasn't done a spectacular job in a while. It's been yeah a couple. He's been through a couple teams of not doing great. So. But he was a good broadcaster. Hopefully, we'll see if he gets back into that. Yeah, I mean, he really needed to figure Zion Williamson out a little bit better. Yeah. I mean, Zion had a really good year. So, I mean, I guess he did okay. But, Zion, I, I mean, if you told me, if you, Jeremy, if you were a basketball god and you could, like, gauge everyone's talent levels and definitively tell me who the best player in the NBA was, and you said Zion Williamson's the best player in the NBA, I mean, I, I would have to believe you. I mean... In that scenario, I would hope you would. Yeah, me, but you just said I think I was there's a case. I think that, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> if I just doubt you, I'm like, no, you're not real. <laughs> That's not true. Um, I think I think if it turns out Zion Williamson's the best player in the NBA, I won't be surprised. You mean eventually? M- maybe next season. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I, th- I think there's a bunch of guys ahead of him. I don't think he's going to pass Like Demonis we'll, we'll, Sabonis. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, also, some breaking news right before we started. The Mavericks have parted ways with longtime GM Donnie Nelson, who put together their championship team and has been there for a long time. So. Yeah. Why did they part ways with him? Well, this is the interesting part. There was the story a couple days ago that Luka Doncic has been feuding with the front office there, not with Donnie Nelson. Uh, it was him feuding with okay, Vulgaris, whatever that guy's name is. Okay who's in their front office, but uh, and it was denied by Mark Cuban. So this makes it seem like, oh, maybe there was a little something going on there since they made this move so soon after that news came out. But we'll have to wait and see. They do have the Vulgaris guy in the front office still. Maybe they just bump him up to the GM position. We'll see what happens there. Yeah. But uh, a good GM is available if he's looking for another job. Yes. Not that the Pacers are looking for a front office guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe next season. Yeah, we'll see how this season goes. We, we will have to see, but uh, that's it's crazy to think that Luca might be forcing his way out. I don't know if I love the way the NBA is going in that sense, but I don't think he's he's so he's early his into out. his contract well, potentially. Like if it turns out he's forcing his way out, it would be wild. He did just make an All NBA team, and we can use this as a segue into some All NBA talk. And he triggered a uh, bonus in his contract that he can now signed for 30% of the uh, cap for the Mavs instead of 25%. So he does yeah. get an even bigger bonus if he chooses to stay there. It's crazy. So I, that's probably at least $50 million a year. Uh, I, I'm not sure what it would end up being. And this is the segue. Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum also had those bonuses tied to their deals. They both missed the All-NBA teams. Tatum is missing out on $30 million. Like wow. total over like four years. Unreal. Which is insane that a bunch of journalists voting on an award 
just cost him. It really is, but that uh, much money. I mean, should he have been on an All NBA team? I say yes, and hear me out. All NBA shouldn't be by position. It should just be the best fifteen guys in the league. Because you cannot tell me Rudy Gobert's third team All NBA and Donovan <laughs> Mitchell's not an All NBA player. Yeah, but Rudy Gobert is the blocks leader, right? Oh no. Oh well, then why is he, why is the blocks leader not on third team All NBA? <laughs> Crazy, right? <laughs> but like, why? That is so stupid that he's not even the best player on his team. His teammate is better than he is. They're the they had the best record in the NBA, and he and Donovan Mitchell was the best player on that team. Okay, he missed out. Well, then make the same argument for Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving's the third best player on his team. Yeah, he shouldn't have been on there. Yeah. So there's there's a handful of guys. Also, I mean, there's a lot of snubs from this too. Yeah. Um, Demonis Sabonis being one of them. Yeah, shout out Ernie Johnson said on the broadcast last night he did vote for Sabonis over Jimmy Butler. Oh. So that was you nice. love to hear that. That was nice to hear. Hey, Ernie Johnson, friend of the uh, Pacers community. Yeah, apparently. Love it. Um, I actually have all the... Let, we can go over the teams, and I have all the votes. We can talk about Debonis Sabonis, where he fits in yeah, with all of this. Yeah, we probably should have led by saying the teams. Yes. <laughs> yes. We, I just wanted to get right well, into the Donovan know, Mitchell talk. Well, you know Kyrie Irving and Rudy Gobert are on the, are on the third team right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, that's all you get to know. It's gonna. <laughs> the rest is a surprise. Uh, let's go. I have them all pulled up here. First team, we have Steph, Luka, Giannis, Kawhi, and Jokic. And I'm, I'm good with all those. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, second team, you have Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, LeBron, Julius Randle, and Joel Embiid. Pretty good with all this. I'm not. I'm. I just. I cannot believe Julius Randle is on second team All NBA. Yeah, it's it's a little high. Yes, I, I thought he probably could have been thirteen, but you can make the argument. I don't agree with the argument, but you can make it. Mate, I mean, it should be positionless too. I. I yeah. Because Brad Beal. Well, I mean, he's record-wise i just i i can't imagine julius randall being a top 10 guy in the nba you there's no way yeah no that's a hard that's a real tough sell yes i mean the rest of the other nine makes sense mm-hmm. julius randall on that team doesn't make sense um but hey i know there's a lot of knicks believers out there and julius randall believers i tend to not be a julius randall believer just because i feel like him and Demonis sabonis are so similar yeah. that i have to support one of them and i'm gonna <laughs> pick my guys uh and the third team, we have Kyrie, Brad Beal, Paul George, Jimmy Butler, and Rudy Gobert. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you're a big Paul George fan. I, I see you brought your Paul George <laughs> t-shirt jersey today. <laughs> <laughs> so you're probably cool with that. But, uh, yeah, those. I mean, initial thoughts from that, like you said, Rudy Gobert? Yeah, well, if since we're doing it by centers, like, I guess. Yeah. Um, but... I don't I don't see Paul George as a t- top 15 guy in the league anymore. So I don't I'm not on board with that one really. Uh you have the list of all the others getting votes, right? I do. Yes. So first of all, Giannis was a unanimous All-NBA selection. Yep. Uh Nikola Jokic had one second team vote, which but, is insane. Yeah, all first teams and then one second. So that's that's some Philly fanboy. It's boy a Philly <laughs> voting yeah. Embiid. Philly reporter Steph had two second team votes all first. Um, and then Luca and Kawhi, they kind of split their first team votes with second team votes. But um, actually, Kawhi was left off of five ballots. Really? Yes. And Joel Embiid and Damian Lillard were not. So Kawhi being on first team there, man, five people didn't even want him on the third team. Yeah, that's a little crazy. Yeah. I can see not voting for him first team because he did miss quite a bit of time. and He, he hasn't been as Kawhi as we think of Kawhi being, yeah. if that makes sense this year. But 
weird to leave them off entirely. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, okay, we have others receiving votes. I have 5, 10, 15, 16, 17 names right here. All right. 17 other people receive votes other than the first uh, 15. So first on this is Jason Tatum. He got 69 total points, two first-team votes. Yeah, he should have been in over George. Probably. Um, a lot of third-team votes and a, and a handful of second-team votes. Mm -hmm. Next, we have Russell Westbrook, who I think should have been on this team because yeah. he was the assists leader and it, it, I know it's arbitrary, but did average a triple-double <laughs> this season. Yeah. Um, and really was uh, playing out of his mind. Well, and also unanimous first team against the Pacers of all of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yes. that should have got him in automatically. Yeah, so he got one first team vote, believe it or not, which is wild. Um, one first team vote, a handful of second team votes, and a good amount of third team votes. Next is James Harden, mm -hmm. who got two first team votes, uh, three second team votes. I wanted to put him on my team. I'm, I'm a big, you know, we're Pacer fans. We're a big loyal uh, loyalist supporter. Big like, Loyola supporters. Lo <laughs> not Loyola. I hate Loyola. Just kidding. <laughs> Um, but like the way that he treated Houston this year, forced his way out, came into the off season super over or came into the season, super overweight, just didn't like how he handled himself. I would not put him on one of these teams just because I didn't really think he brought value to the Rockets. Yes. He brings it to the, the Nets. So he did. I mean, I, I'd, I'd put him on a team just cause he got us Karis LeVert. Oh, you're right. I changed my answer. <laughs> I agree. Uh, next is Zion Williamson got three second team votes, a handful of third. Uh, Bam Adebayo, surprisingly, with 18 points per game, eight rebounds per game, and five assists per game, mm -hmm. uh, had five second-team votes, a handful of third-team votes. Next, we have your boy Donovan Mitchell, who yeah. probably should have been on a team. And it's crazy that he's this low on this list. Yes. It's insane. Uh, it is insane. Um, uh, best player on the best team in the West, yeah. Donovan Mitchell. Uh, two second-team votes and a handful of third-team votes. Mm-hmm. Next, Kevin Durant, one first-team vote, four second-team votes, a handful of third-team votes. Yeah, also crazy that he's that low. Yes. I'm not sure what these voters are doing. Like, he could have easily been in over Paul George as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, we're almost to the craziest one. You ready? Yep. Well, okay, so Devin Booker's next, mm -hmm. which he, I mean, it, it felt like he coasted a lot of this season. Yeah. He had a really good season, but I think this is a good spot for him. Clint Capella crazy. next. With six sec or six third team votes, yeah, and it's the center thing. We'll we'll get into this talking about the all defensive teams too. But like, who? What are? They, why are you voting for these people? <laughs> like, there's there's three clear centers. You can make an argument maybe for one or two others. Clint Clint Capella is not in that group of guys who should be on an in all NBA team. And you know what's crazy? Some people voted for him as a forward, unless someone voted for Joel Embiid as a forward or something, because. Out of the centers on the first, second, and third team, the only one who didn't get votes was Rudy Gobert, and that's four third-team votes. Huh. Clint Capella has six third-team votes. Yeah. So it was a, there's a forward in there somewhere. People are moving positions around, which also probably needs to be fixed. Well, no, they changed it this year. So you can – they switched it because they wanted people to be able to vote Joel Embiid as forward, too. Oh. You could have voted him either one and some other guys, too, which is weird. Okay. Yeah, strange. And then next, the most important name on this list, uh, just like stepping back as a just pure NBA fan, no, no biases, we have Demonis Sabonis. <laughs> uh, one second team vote, which is cool, and then three third team votes. 
Yeah, I'd love to know who that second team vote is. Yeah. That's great. Ernie know, Johnson. Er, well, Ernie is the third team. Okay. He's, he said he's he was specific about it being over Butler on the third team. Yeah, and Sabonis was listed as a center for this for most people. Yeah. Also, I don't get this. I don't get it from Pacers people either. Like on the team, Turner is the center and Sabonis is the forward, <laughs> right? Yeah. Am I wrong? I, I guess that's just how the votes. But everyone always lists them the opposite way. I I actually see it as a the Pacers are starting um, a guard or two guards, one forward, and two centers, which is also a pretty weird way to look at it too. But they kind of are. Yeah. So and it's it's just I mean it is what it is. Like yeah. it's not like we're making the decisions. It's Demonis Sabonis is a center. He's a point center, and Miles Turner is a center. Which, the fact that both of them aren't included in the list of guys that could be voted as either is yeah. kind of shocking. Yeah, that is weird. Um, let me find my list again. Here it is. Um, and then, let's see. After that, we have Anthony Davis. I'm just going to rush through these because okay. I just wanted to build up to Demonis to, to bonus. But we have Anthony Davis with five points, Ben Simmons with two points, uh, Trey and Nikola Vucevic with two points each, Middleton, Levine, and Draymond Green with one point each. Draymond got one vote for center. That's weird. For a third team. Yeah, he's a forward obviously <laughs> so uh yeah i don't know who's voting for this stuff obviously if you watch zach levine play you know that he probably didn't deserve right, it you're, <laughs> you're a bad messenger on that <laughs> so uh yeah i mean sabonis got some votes which is awesome yeah it's really cool yeah pacers didn't really perform very well too so i mean the fact that he got anything's awesome right and probably like deserved a little more too but like we said we don't know who's voting on these things they're obviously crazy yeah <laughs> Yeah. based on the Pacers year. Yeah, I mean, for him to have less points than Capella and Bam Adebayo to me is wild. That is wild. Yeah. I don't I don't get it. Yeah, so I just don't get it. Uh bummer, but I guess there's always next year. Yeah, for sure. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I uh, caught myself there. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. We literally don't know oh, if yeah. it will be a next year <laughs> for us in Sabonis. Oh yeah, true. We'll Shoot. Have to wait and well, see. Wait, way to bring this podcast to a, a solemn halt. You're welcome. But anyway, what do you want to talk about now, I guess? Uh, well, did you have any other thoughts on that all NBA list? No, um, I am excited to get a vote one day. Yeah, for, that'll be fun. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be fun. Uh, we also had the all defensive teams come out this this week. So when you're done spilling water, just pour it half <laughs> of it on the ground. What in the that? world? <laughs> yeah, let me uh, let me pull this up. What were some of your initial thoughts? Because a big name was left off. Yeah, well, clearly the only initial thought I had was, where's Miles Turner? <laughs> Miles Turner said it best on Twitter. He simply tweeted, ha, and that was it. It was a lovely tweet. I retweeted it, and I thought that was great. Uh, he def- I think he definitely should have been on that t- one of the teams. Oh, 100%. And the, the argument for him is that he didn't play in 70% of the games, which for the NBA, like actually on NBA.com, it says you have to play in 70% of the games to be a stat leader in any of the stats mm-hmm. for the season. Miles Turner, is act- he is the blocks leader because he only played 47 games. He had to play 51 for it to be 70%, but they they went ahead and said if he had zero blocks in the next four games, he still would have led the league in blocks. Right. So, since he played 47, that's not 70%. I see that as the big reason he's not on this team. Well, it's also like super arbitrary. Cause yes. Like, uh, Kyrie played like 52 games. Like how how is forty seven different fifty two? Like you're still he's still missed twenty games, and yes. he's making the All NBA team. And okay, so here's what I wanted to say because I I went and I tried to figure out what like could have caused this. Yeah. Um. And 
I mean, my first thought is I see the second team. Here, I'll read the teams real quick. Okay. So first team is Giannis Antetokounmpo, Rudy Gobert, Draymond Green, Drew Holiday, and Ben Simmons. Second team, Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, Joel Embiid, Kawhi Leonard, and Matisse Thybul. Mm-hmm. Who, I mean, all these guys are good defenders and they can guard multiple positions. Other than, you know, like Rudy Gobert and I guess really Draymond Green. Or not Draymond, uh, Joel Embiid too. Yeah. But um, I looked up... I mean, I don't know what you thought when I just read that, but when I saw Matisse Thibault, I was like, this is weird, right? No, he's a great defender. He's a great defender. He he averages 20 minutes per game. True. And then Jimmy Butler played 52 games this year. Yeah. That's five more than Miles Turner. Mm-hmm. So for, I mean, because Miles played more than 20 minutes per game. I, I actually don't have his numbers right here in front of me for how many he played. But I wonder, like, there's a chance that he played more minutes this year than Matisse Thibault, potentially. True. I don't want to say definitively that he did, but Jimmy Butler played five more games than Miles Turner. So if you're saying that the reason Miles Turner's left off is games played, then shouldn't you say the same about Jimmy Butler? Yeah. And then I mean, minutes obviously. per game, Matisse Thibel's playing 20 minutes, putting it all on the floor for defense. What about these guys who play 34, 35 minutes per game and, you know, take some possessions off on defense? Is right. he really that much of a better defender than them? I don't know. I don't know. So it, it does suck that Miles Turner didn't get I feel for him more than anything because I know it's super disappointing and all the work that he's put in on defense too. Um, but, I mean, just look, he's getting disrespected again. It's a bummer. Yeah, I mean, it's the same story every every year with Miles Turner. He just <laughs> – no one – people just don't pay attention or they don't care. They like the names that they think are great defenders and they just keep rolling them back out there year after year yeah uh what i will say is future pacer drew holiday congrats for being on first team again you were on it uh 2018 with oladipo yep. first team so before we say that the pacers never get any love from the nba remember oladipo 2018 was on all defensive first team and all nba third team yep so uh it's a bummer for miles turner but I mean, it is what it is. Not every block leader makes it onto all defensive teams. True. And you you can look at read, – read off some of the funnier names on the others receiving vote list if oh, you have it right there. I don't – oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, okay. Yes. You ready? Well, do do the forwards first because Miles Turner was – as I said earlier, he was uh, listed as a forward. For okay, so he was next on others receiving votes. Yeah. Got five first-team votes yep. and 14 second-team votes. Uh, Julius Randle was next. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah. Really weird. Um, OG Ananobi, IU. Yep. Anthony Davis, Royce O'Neal, Robert Covington, Jay Crowder, Daniel Tice, Andrew Wiggins, Christian Wood. So, Miles Turner was listed as a forward for this, not as a center. Right. Just want I want to add that. Centers receiving votes. Mm-hmm. We had Clint Capella with 36 uh, second-team votes, no first-team votes, and then Nerlens Noel with one second-team vote, period. Yeah. I can't. Nerlens Noel, what what is Daniel Tice doing on this list? <laughs> Who thinks of him as a great defender? That's crazy. Uh, I guess there's a Chicago. He got one second team vote, so there's probably right. a Chicago or Boston guy. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Okay, so yeah, uh, well, just to be clear, listen close because we haven't gotten to the most insane name on this list yet. Oh, on I don't on on a, a oh, guard. He's on, a, on the guards. On the guards. Okay, I'll go through the guards. So Mikhail Bridges had four first team, thirty one second. Marcus Smart, one first, 22nd. Lou Dort, one first, 15 second. He's a good defender. Chris yes. Paul, two first, 10 second. Is that the crazy name that you were looking what for? What is Chris Paul doing on this <laughs> list? <laughs> Who is voting for him as on a defensive award? That's crazy. Yeah. Um, 
So he was fourth. We're going to get to TJ McConnell in a second because we were all expecting him to get some votes. He ended up getting four second. But let me read some of the guys ahead of him. Yeah. Well, first of all, all you need to know is Chris Paul's ahead of him. Yes. Somehow. Uh, TJ McConnell second in the league in steals per game. Yeah. Yes. Defensive pest. Paul George, one first, nine second, below Chris Paul. Yep. <laughs> Crazy. Um, and then we got Alex Caruso here, five second team votes. I, I was thinking about this one because it kind of blew my mind and i was like maybe i need to watch him play defense because i couldn't think of any standout defensive plays no i mean he's he's a good defender but the lakers are shoved down people's throats and if you're in media you hear a lot about the lakers true and i'm saying that because uh well dejounte murray's next who's a really good defender Mm -hmm. one first three second for him to have less uh points than alex caruso is crazy but after that it's contavious caldwell pope yeah with, for the Lakers with one first and two second. So I have no idea like how. Maybe, maybe he got votes for playing defense on his own team. Yeah, because like he, missing shots. Yeah, he's so bad at shooting. If that was the, the case, time. we'd see Aaron Holiday here. But next, after <laughs> that, we, we have TJ McConnell from the Pacers with four second. Uh, followed by, of course, another Laker, Dennis Schroeder, a terrible defender. Yeah, wild <laughs> that they have three guards on the The list. Lakers are shoved down our throats unfortunately but and i mean they're obviously a, a better team than the pacers yeah but i well, mean come on i mean they on. lost in the playoffs this year they did pacers didn't lose in the playoffs this year <laughs> that's right write that down um <laughs> and then two unanimous selections the two were rudy gobert and ben simmons just so everyone knows yep, yep. so uh yeah, I feel for TJ McConnell I feel for Miles Turner but i mean they put on great defensive performances this year um and can't be mad about that. No. Just you would you would wish they'd get rewarded for it. Yeah, that's all we're asking for, just some recognition of the work they put in and everything they do for the team. Yeah, definitely. I got some breaking news for you if you want to hear that. Yes. Uh Lamelo Ball, rookie of the year. Okay. Bummer. Just, just voted. Yeah. I I would not have voted for him, but good for him. I would have voted for him. You would have? Yeah. Austin probably would have voted for Tyrese Halliburton. <laughs> or one of those other rookies that he always talks about. True. I, no, I think I think he said before that he was that Lamelo was going to be rookie of the year. Yeah. So yeah. So there you go. There's a little bit of breaking news. If uh, if I see some voting breakdown released, I'll come back with that. I wonder how many times a bench player who's a rookie has won rookie of the year. I don't know. It probably doesn't happen often. Um, did Brogdon start? For the Bucks when he was a rookie, I'll look that up. I'll have to look that I'm up. I'm not sure if he did. So that that, that was a weird year. That might be the answer because <laughs> that that was the year it was uh, Brogdon, Joel Embiid, or Dario Saric, right? Yeah, one of them was going to be rookie of the year. Yeah, and and Joel Embiid played like 30 games. Yep. Yeah, that that was a really weird year. But it did happen, and Brogdon did win, and he started only 28 games out of 75 played. So there you go. Okay. That, so there's I, your last one. I would say that's a bench player. Probably has to be the last one. Um, real quick, I just want to say, uh, since we're probably going to talk about coaches a little more throughout this, um, Becky Hammond is interviewing for uh, head coaching openings. Yep. And uh, I don't know how you feel, but I'm pretty hyped about that. I hope the Pacers get around to interviewing Becky Hammond. Well, everything I'm seeing still says <laughs> the Pacers are looking for uh, with people with head coaching experience already. So. That doesn't lend towards Becky Hammond getting an interview, but maybe she will. Hopefully she will. She's been tied with uh, the Trailblazers and the Wizards, I've seen. I've so. seen Celtics, too. Yeah. 
Celtics. Celtics are looking at a number of women, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, there's only one great candidate, Becky Hammond, <laughs> man or woman, man or woman. Uh, I don't, I don't remember who it was, but they're looking at some, some of the really good college coaches on the women's side that just win all the time. The Duke women's coach. Her and uh, there was a couple other names too from big schools. I just don't remember what schools they were. Yeah. Um, Will Hardy too has uh, been interviewing mm-hmm. for openings. Uh, he's an assistant for Popovich as well with Becky Hammond and Tim. Yep. Tim Duncan is he still an assistant? Did we figure this out from last I week? I don't think so. Okay, we 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 still don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Will Hardy's in that list too. And there's just been a few more names that have been mentioned, like John Calipari, um, yeah, among others. So yeah, Sam Cassell's name's been thrown out there a little bit too. So. Yeah, I see Cassell linked with a, all the teams all the time. I th- I think there's just a group of names that everyone just throws at every job opening. Yeah. Which we don't do that. We just name every single possible person <laughs> and link them with the Pacers. Yeah, we were even looking at guys who are who might retire this year, who might get into a head coaching position. Yeah. We do it. We make sure every drop of ground is covered. Yeah, we don't discriminate on anything. <laughs> just Nothing. no matter what. Nothing if, at all. It doesn't matter what you, who you are, what you look like, where you're from. If you potentially could be a coach, we'll say your name. Yeah, and... <laughs> We'll try and get you that Pacers job if we think you can do it. We will. I mean, if you want to talk to us too, like come on the podcast, we'll endorse you 100%. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you want to talk a little bit about what's been going on around the league Let's do it. in the games before we get to the most anticipated segment of the day, the draft lottery simulator. Yes. Uh, injuries are becoming a real big thing. Kawhi has a possible ACL injury. Uh, I saw earlier that they did a scan and... They can't see, they can't tell what's going on yet because it's so swollen. So they have to wait longer to get another scan done. So it could be real bad for the Clippers there. Whoa, I didn't know it was that bad. Um, yeah, that stinks. When I heard it, I'm going to be honest, I was like, oh, it's Kawhi. He doesn't really care about basketball. He's just going to play if he's healthy and not play if he's hurt. <laughs> um, I So I was like, well, if his knee's bothering him and he usually would sit out, I bet he'll sit out. I don't think he's going to push himself. Right. But if it's that bad, then yeah, that's. That's crazy. I should not have thought that way about Kawhi Leonard either. I apologize, Kawhi, but I mean, you're kind of robotic. <laughs> He's a robot. Well, then on the other side of that, uh, Mitchell's been hurt all series long on, for the Jazz, and Mike Conley's now out for game five. It's uh, tough on both sides of the ball there. And then the uh, in uh, the their future opponent, the uh, Phoenix I'm, Suns. I'm all over the place. Suns, you're right. Suns. Yeah. Uh, Chris Paul is in COVID protocols right now. Yeah. It was announced this morning. So we'll have to wait and see. We know we've found out Karis LeVert had to do the whole two weeks. So we don't know what happened with him. Uh, I think he might have actually had it. We'll have to wait and see what happens there. Or if he didn't have it, he wasn't, uh, he didn't get the shot yet. So he wasn't Who, vaccinated. Chris Paul or no, Karis? No, LeVert. Okay. So if it could be another similar situation where if he's vaccinated, he can come back in a couple days i think if he just has to test negative a few times otherwise he might have to wait the full two weeks i mean there was the the cruise recently the fully vaccinated cruise where Mm -hmm. two people ended up getting covid yep so there is it sounds like there might be a chance he could get it if he's vaccinated uh yeah i mean there is a chance the whole the whole idea behind the vaccination is to make it harder to get it and make it harder to spread it if you do get it and make the symptoms a a whole lot less worse and it uh, essentially eliminates the risk of dying if you're vaccinated too. So 
but you can still get it. It's just a lot. It's not nearly as bad. Okay. But yeah, so we'll just have to wait and see on that one if they, if anybody can do any sort of reporting on that. It's a weird thing <laughs> to report on that kind of health issue. You don't really see that much reporting on that side. So yeah, we'll big, big hit for Phoenix if he's yeah, out in the extended sure. period of time. For sure. I think it's going to be crazy. Look, Brooklyn won last night. I'm not counting Milwaukee out. But if if in two months we look back and we're like, wow, I cannot believe Donovan Mitchell won finals MVP. <laughs> that, well, you know they'll give it to Gobert. <laughs> We've seen how this voting works. Dude, if if <laughs> Gobert wins a finals MVP, the NBA is doing something wrong, right? Well, what will you do if Gobert wins finals MVP? I will. You'll eat your shirt. No, my new shirt? Yeah, your new shirt. You'll eat it. Oh, but it's telling everyone that I'm a great dad. <laughs> Why would I eat this shirt? Uh, you'll eat another shirt. I'll eat your shirt. Okay. Not the one you're wearing. The right, one. the Paul George shirt. But if you, wear it, if you wear it by then, I probably won't eat it. Okay, I'll, I won't wear it until we find out who the <laughs> finals MVP is. And we'll put that on YouTube if Jack has to eat a shirt. I'm not going to eat a shirt. <laughs> that's, what just, you, that's what you say now. Austin will eat a napkin. Breezy will eat a napkin covered in ketchup. All right, if deal. Gobert, <laughs> deal. Gobert wins finals MVP. The normal bet. Uh, you kind of just breezed over this, but Brooklyn, we last week we were both all in on Brooklyn, like just winning. We, we were essentially saying, go ahead and give them the trophy now. They're going to win. And then they dropped two games in Milwaukee. And the Bucks gave them another tough game last night. It was kind of weird to see the turnaround in this series. Yeah. Um, it. I was watching the game because I had a few bets on it. Uh, I told you before the podcast – I had P.J. Tucker over four and a half points and two plus assists. Mm -hmm. He had 0.0 assists. (laughs) Played most of the game. The real bummer, man. Yeah. But um, the Bucs just collapsed. KD went off. They had one of the best game scores of all time. It was a first player to score 49 plus and play the entire game since uh, Havlicek in like 69 or something. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he just went off. He took over in the fourth. I saw uh, ESPN post something that's like, um, how like they were talking about how great Kevin Durant and James Harden were last night, mm-hmm. and I looked at it. They combined for fifty four points, forty nine of which were KDs. Yeah. <laughs> Harden looked like a guy who hasn't done anything for two weeks. Yeah, and his defense was lackluster as it always is. But yeah, um, I mean, KD was unreal. This the the Bucks lost this game more than the Nets won it because the Bucks should have walked away with this game. Um, especially with the way I mean. They kept the Nets pretty much in reach. Like, it was about 14 points for most of the game. Yeah. But, I mean, like, they had a handle on it. They had two wins straight. They should have finished this game out. But Katie took over. Um, and I'm I'm kind of feeling like, unless there's another injury to Harden or something, well, this might be the Nets. I might be all in on the Nets again. Well, we'll have to wait and see how long it takes Kyrie to get back because he's now out with an ankle injury. Um and if Harden Harden needs to improve, because or else you're going to need a Kevin Durant performance like that in the rest of these games to get past the Bucks. Yeah, um, and then you're going to have to get past the Hawks because Joel Embiid <laughs> looks like he doesn't care about basketball. Did oh, you have you no, noticed no, no. that? He's he's hurt. He was hurt. It, there's no excuse for looking bummed and walking the entire game. As as a person with a bad back from a family of people with bad backs, if you hurt your back. I can't. I couldn't believe he was even out in that game because he went down and he went back to the locker room and they looked at his back, and he came back out somehow. Like the fact that he was able to do anything was shocking to me. Like okay, I, that's fair. Um, Dwight Howard outplayed him when Joel Embiid came in into the fourth. I was watching this game. 
uh, he single-handedly lost them this game. I'm not. I'm not saying he was good. He they, was. He was bad. And but I'm saying it's because he has a hamstring injury and now apparently has a back injury. Then, then it's Doc Rivers' fault. He single-handedly lost them the game because you need to sack up and put. Dwight Howard into the game. Like, who cares if Joel Embiid's going to be butthurt about this? Quit losing to Nate McMillan. Yeah, having um, anyone else in there over Joel Embiid's 0 for 12 in the second half probably would have been an improvement. Yeah, worst in the last 25 seasons in the playoffs, right? Yep. Unreal for – it was like it's the most misses without a make in a half in wow. the last 25 seasons. Uh, well, I haven't heard that he's – out so i assume he's going to be playing more so we'll have to wait and see there it'll be weird i think i'm telling you i've i've never seen someone not care that much <laughs> and I, it could be the back thing i'm i'm it's not that he wasn't he he wasn't he it wasn't that he wasn't caring it was he was clearly injured and it was really hard for him to move all right all right all right all right <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> so to me if i had to pick who's going to be in the conference finals i think it's going to be brooklyn versus atlanta and I think it's going to be Phoenix versus Utah. That's my hunch right now. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that. It could be completely wrong. Somehow Denver could get put in, and it could be Denver Clippers, <laughs> Philly, and Milwaukee. But I, d- I doubt that. Yeah, I, I doubt just, that as well. I want to put that out there. I do <laughs> doubt that happening. You don't think Phoenix is going to get taken out? No. What if, if they all get COVID, what happens? Uh, they can't play. I think they just forfeit. Yeah, because you can't sign players now. Yeah, and you can't just put a, loss, a team that lost back in. So I think we would just crazy. have – the jazz look, likely in two months when we look back and we say i can't believe donovan <laughs> mitchell was finals mvp we're gonna remember this conversation okay while you're eating a shirt because <laughs> <laughs> go bear wins right Ugh. uh did you have any other uh news from the playoffs you wanted to talk about no uh just i need to quit betting on it yeah you do yeah it's not <laughs> been so good for me <laughs> All right, well, I don't have anything either, so we can get right to what everybody's been anxiously waiting for, and that is the tankathon.com. I'm ready. Draft simulator. Oh, sorry, draft lottery simulator. Yes, my cursor is over the sim lottery button. I am ready for this. All right, let's do it. Quick recap. Um, the Pacers have a 4.8% chance to get top four. We hit third one time last week out of the 20 tries. One out of 20, which is the odds but it's like five percent oh yeah and we did it five percent of the good time. point and then there's a one percent chance to get number one overall yep so you're saying there's a chance yes i am there's hope man uh real quick i did see a tweet yesterday that said the rockets have 50 percent chance of first pick and 47 percent chance of fifth so they could still drop out of their protected uh pick spot and lose their pick this year wow so this shocking. this actually says they have a 14 uh, percent chance at number one sorry uh 50 percent of top four. Oh, and okay. then nearly the same percent to be the fifth pick which yeah is crazy. so they have 52.1 percent chance for top four so i guess that would be about 47.9 for yeah anything else or which for after fifth. after all the work they did to be a terrible team this year if they yeah. still <laughs> dropped out of their spot and lost their pick that'd insane be so, bad. so they're tied with detroit and orlando for the percent chance to get number one mm-hmm. and to get top four yep so real quick the the odds it's houston detroit in order from worst to best uh i don't know if you can call them best from worst <laughs> to better of the worst yes houston detroit orlando okc cleveland minnesota which could go to golden state yep toronto chicago which could go to orlando mm-hmm Sacramento, New Orleans, Charlotte, San Antonio, Indiana, and Golden State. You ready? 
I am so ready. So first one. Pacers 13, Charlotte moved 10 spots up and got number one. They had a 1.8% chance to do that. Wow. Okay. Houston, number one, Pacers 13. All right, that's two. Pacers three. Oh. San Antonio one. Wow. We moved up 11. We got it. Wow. Third try that time. Unreal. Okay, so it's going to happen. Number one, OKC, Pacers 13. Number one, Orlando, Pacers 13. What number are we on? That was five. Okay, so six. Cleveland one, Pacers 13, number seven. Cleveland one again, who both times moved up four spots. Yeah. Pacers 13. Uh, Number eight is, so number one, Sacramento, who moved up eight spots. Number 13, Pacers. Uh, This is number nine. We have Pacers at 13, Charlotte at one, who moved up 10 spots. Big for Charlotte. Yeah. Number 10, Pacers at 13, Detroit one. I think that's the first Detroit one. Oh, number, what's this, 11? Yep. Number 11, we got Pacers at three. Nice. Detroit at one again, and they would keep that pick. I don't, I think that's what that means. There's a lock on it, whatever. So good job, Pacers. Uh, This one is number 12. We have Houston at one and Pacers at 13. This one, we have Toronto at one out of nowhere and Pacers at 13. Uh, next, we have OKC at one, Pacers at 13. I don't know what number we're on. Let's do three more. This is 15. Okay, 15. So OKC, f- let's do five more. Yeah. <laughs> OKC one, Pacers 13. Four left. We got Houston one, Pacers 13. Three left. We have Minnesota one, Pacers 13. Two left. We have Orlando one, Pacers 13. And one left, we have Cleveland one, Pacers 13. And zero left, we have OKC one, Pacers 13. I'm going to... You, so what are your thoughts? You think there's a chance? Yeah. Well, we got it twice this time. We did. So that's better. The, Second and third. Yeah. So obviously there's a real chance that it can happen. We've run the simulator 40 times now. We've gotten at three. That's pretty good. I actually haven't stopped running it since we uh, finished the 20. Oh. So I'm still going. <laughs> I'm just not reading it out loud. And again, this is uh, on Tuesday, so it's coming up real soon here, and we're real excited. About yeah, it. we have six days, five hours, 32 minutes, and 54 seconds from when we're recording this yep. until the lottery. It'll be a big night. I still have the Pacers at 13. I've It's not changed since we finished 20. Uh, I still haven't seen who's going to be in the Pacers uh, crew taking part in this. Do you have any updated thoughts on who you think will be there? No, I... Uh, I, I'm still holding out hope that it's me. Well, I hope so, too. We'll see. <laughs> you can do a podcast <laughs> during the lottery, right there on stage. While I make the pick. Just you talking the whole time <laughs> while they're trying to do it. If I If I make the pick for the Pacers, I'm going full out WWE kind of announcer style. So Wait, you, you want to be at the draft? Oh, I'm making the pick, right? Oh, wait, I thought you were going to the lottery. Oh, the lottery. Okay, well, I'll still go all out WWE somehow. <laughs> I, if I have to just wear a, a yes. Speedo or something. Do that. Whatever I have to do to Let's, go to WWE. How about you just wear a Speedo on Tuesday either way, whether you're there or not? <laughs> I mean, if, I, if, if that's what I have to do, I'll do it. It is what you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jack, did you have any closing thoughts today? Uh, Pacers number one. Just got it right oh, now. Oh, nice. Right when you said closing thoughts. Boom, moved up 12 spots. It only took like 60 tries. It's pretty good. Yeah. Not bad at all. Uh, so that's a 1% chance. Well, so hang I on. Th- three out of 60 is... No, number one pick was one out of 60. Well, I mean, total. Yeah. We, you did it 60 times. You got it three times. That's still one out of 20, which is still the 5%. <laughs> We're still right on it. 
That's amazing. I sixty was a total guess too. I don't know, but um, yeah, Jeremy was a blast. We it's crazy that when we don't have a lot to talk about with the Pacers, we can still do a long podcast. It is, yeah. So. Well, we we do tend to ramble. I think. <laughs> So that helps. We're rowdy ramblers. I hope everyone made it through and you're still listening right now to me tell you to go check us out on Instagram at all.pacers and on Twitter at all underscore pacers. Yeah. And if you're still listening, I'm surprised because I know most of our listeners just want to hear Breezy. Yeah. And we already did the Tankathon uh, lottery simulator. So I don't know why people would have stuck <laughs> around after that. But hey, it's it's been a pleasure. And I hope you enjoy your jersey. Oh, I, I will. I'm going to love it. Yes. I'm going to love it. I haven't started yet, but I'm sure I'm going to. (laughs) All right, we're going to get out of here. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you later. Peace out. Sabonis brought it to him.